Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to the Jurassic World Minute, where we'll be visiting Jurassic World one minute at a time. And don't forget, the Mosasaur Feeding Show starts at 10am. I'm Brad. And Dave. And on this episode, we're diving into Jurassic World with Minute 1. But before we get to that, David, we're going to continue our Jurassic-Pedia featured article segment. Um, on this episode, going to uh, probably one of the, one of the bigger um, articles on the site, which is the Jurassic World and this Nublar um, article which is pretty much uh, documenting the entire, or a little bit of the prehistory for how Jurassic World come to uh, be in the canon, and uh, all the way up to them leaving at the end of the film. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of info here about Isla as well, all the stuff they built, all your different sectors, the map. Yeah, some great stuff here. Yeah. Yeah, this was actually one that we had split off from the... Um from this one was actually split off from the original Jurassic Park uh, Isla Nublar article. Originally, everything Isla Nublar had been in one spot. It had all been in um, basically one article, and it was massive, huge, and we were like, okay, this is getting way too big. We need to split this up. So that's what we did. We split this up, and uh, again, uh, our contributor, uh, Troodon Formosus, was incredible in doing this all for us. He was mainly the main mastermind behind this article. Hmm. There's a great amount of detail here, and even just um, sort of the map that was created, um, all the different sectors, and then just linking a lot of the uh, the stuff, the ferry landing, monorail, golf course, um, gondola, monorail, all, all the sort of stuff that's on the island, um, mm-hmm. linking different articles to some of that stuff as well, which we are definitely going to be using and looking at some of this stuff as we continue in the uh, Jurassic World Minute. So yeah, head over to jurassic-pedia.com. Uh, link to this is uh, going to be on the run sheet and up on the site on the, on the, the up on the uh, the Jurassic Minutes page. Mhm. Oh, you come here and you don't learn anything about these animals except what you want to know. You made them and now you think you own them. We do own them. Extinct animals have no rights. They're not extinct anymore, Hoskins. Exactly. Dave, ready to get into Minute 1? Yeah. As we open on Minute 1 of Jurassic World, we get the Universal logo, and as the titles come around the world, that eerie Jurassic World score starts to kick in. How much cooler would it be if we had the Earth here, like the battle at Big Rock, 
from the Tyrannosaur skull as the continental landmass. At the 27 second mark, we cut to the new Amblin Entertainment logo as the little boy rides his bike up over the moon. At the 34 second mark, we get bright light cut through to black, introducing our new player to the franchise, Legendary Pictures. At the 50 second mark, we cut to white as a heartbeat can be heard in the background. The white fades into a hard grey surface and a crack splits across the screen. And as the minute ends, we get the titles up again. Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment Presents. This might be our shortest minute ever. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I, I can't recall. I know we got a, a fair bit of black screen and uh, flying over the ocean in the Lost World, so it might be on par to, uh, to that. But um, as we start here, we get the, uh, the title logo... Um, Universal straight up, and then we get the uh, the Amblin logo, and then uh, Legendary Pictures, who uh, teamed up with Universal to uh, fit the budget, the 150 million this this film cost to do. We'll we'll get to the money side of things in a little bit, but uh, that's when we get the cut to white, and we focus on the side of a large egg. Um, I suppose we can discuss it later. The fact that we have no inciting incident here with uh, the star of the film. Yeah, this is the actually the first movie in the franchise that doesn't actually start with an opening attack. The mm. first three movies all did it, and um, remind me, yeah, and Fallen Kingdom did it, but this one did not. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to what happened at the start of Fallen Kingdom. I think some subtitles would have been um, appropriate there four years ago, or even four years later after they uh, get that piece of the Indominus and leave New Blar, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's sort of weird here too because then we get we have the uh, the production logos at the start, and then as we uh, sort of get to this white flash and the egg itself, we get the uh, the Universal and Amblin um, present <laughs> titles come up again. So it's sort of double, and we will get legacy uh, legendary pictures come back up as well <laughs> in the uh, in the next minute. But um, that's uh, that's pretty much where we end minute one. There isn't a lot to discuss here. We... I remember, I remember when I first saw this. I, um, it wasn't. I, nobody was really quite sure what it was at first. I mean, I won't say nobody, but I wasn't quite sure what it was at first. It was just a blurry white background, hmm. and then it slowly kind of fades in to the shot that we get of the egg. Seemingly real, real eggshell too, and we know. Well, we only really know a lot about the uh, the process from Jurassic Park, where they're using infer- infertile ostrich eggs. But a lot of the uh, a lot of novel stuff, they'll actually using manufactured plastic eggs to uh, yeah for the dinosaurs. But I suppose a lot of the egg talk can happen next minute when we actually get to see it. Yeah, and that. But um, we don't have any script comparisons because I couldn't find a script for this film. I think uh, <laughs> what they shot is what well what they wrote was what they shot in the mm. end. But um, I, as I said in the uh, January edition of Jurassic Minutes, I did get my hands on the novel, on the Junior Liveization, and um, while from what I've read, there's not a, many changes. There's just more information or more detail, um, sort of out in the script, out in the uh, the novel. But it uh, it sort of opens in Gray's bedroom as he flips through the images on his viewfinder, so it's not going to do us much good <laughs> for the next <laughs> couple of minutes. Um, 
So, to pad out the episode a little bit more, I've got some information here on Jurassic World's box office. Um, as I said before, it had a budget of $150 million, which was over double that of Jurassic Park and the Lost World's budget. So, mm-hmm. they spent a lot of money on screen here. Um, how well that looks on screen, we'll get to that later. We've, we've, we've said before about some of those issues with uh, how it's shot, but Universal didn't seem 100% in funding it, so uh, we got legendary pictures come on board as well to help fit some of that bill and mm-hmm. unfortunately universal's uncertainty continued through production we only got a very limited toy line and opting for the cg over the animatronics for the film um which which was a shame they have sort of started going the other way with uh, fallen kingdom and i hope with the money that made they they know they're onto something unfortunately that that uh, could have some good or bad repercussions after the third film comes out, but we're going to get to there next year. Sets are also being built locally in Florida and doing that sort of cheaper than sending everyone over to Hawaii. Um, some of the main cast were over there, but a lot of the stuff was on that main street set down in Florida. And they just went over there and shot a whole heap of backing plates of Hawaii mm. to uh, set up behind those sets to give the illusion of the... Uh, the main streets being on Nublar. Mm-hmm. Well, they also added. They also had a couple. I think they built the main of the main street at a abandoned um, Six Flags Louisiana parking lot. Mm. But yeah, Universal um, seemed to be wrong because Jurassic World released on the tenth of June two thousand fifteen and broke the opening weekend box office with half a billion dollars <laughs> worldwide, which. Um, would later on that year be broken again by uh, The Force Awakens in that Christmas time but it ends its theatre run earning $1.6 billion, making it the sixth highest grossing film of all time and more importantly it's the highest grossing film for Universal that they've ever released mm-hmm. as of 2015 I went and checked the um, the list because I would have thought the uh, I think it was Fast 7 the one where Paul Walker just died I thought that would have beaten it because it went up pretty quick as well but it it isn't it's um Jurassic World is still Universal's highest money maker mm-hmm. so a little fun fact here in 2019 the Lion King the live action Lion King John Favreau uh, fell just 15 million short of taking its place <laughs> its sixth place spot so even now five years later um some of the big films well we know what big films have come out the last two years Avengers Endgame of course is at the top. Um, I still question it getting high over Avatar because it done a double release and all sorts of shifty stuff to try and get more money. <laughs> more money. That's right. I say the same exact thing. I thought I was, was going to be like, all right, I'm preparing for the hate mail from the Marvel fans here, but <laughs> I still think Avatar was is the rightful first place winner because Endgame had to get two um, had to get two uh, air two releases in order to. Do that. Avatar mm. did two releases too, but it made all of it. It made its it broke the record on its first release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re-releasing Endgame just as just to lead into Spider-Man: Far From Home was a cheat. <laughs> um, you you might tell we're maybe both a little bit of uh, James Cameron fans. But um, <laughs> second, of course, is or oh, third is uh, Titanic, which uh, bet out the Lost World in '97, as um, we've talked about before. Um, then you got fourth place, which is The Force Awakens, which uh, destroyed those numbers in 2015. Avengers: Infinity War, number five, and then of course Jurassic World, number six. Um, 
then you got the original Avengers and Furious Seven was uh, that was 2015 as well. So Universal had a big year <laughs> with those two, but um, that was that's number eight. So that's definitely a Marvel Marvel heavy <laughs> heavy top top eight. But yeah, um, yeah, big big money for the uh, for the franchise, and it's probably good that um, it made so much money that it was able to continue the franchise forward. They um, had more time. They could do all the pre-production stuff and, and really get, get to work on Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's where the run sheet ends. <laughs> yeah. um, so, David, that's that's minute one. Our shortest minute uh, in recent recent time, anyway. Yeah. As the uh, film starts to take off and uh, we get to Sanubla, things are going to start happening real quick. So... Uh, thanks for joining me and we'll be back next to discuss minute two of Jurassic World sounds good radio